It's the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 38. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. My name is Wayne. I'm your host on this journey. Thank you once again for tuning back in to another episode of the podcast. As always, if this is your first time coming across the show and, well, quite frankly, you've no idea what this is all about. Maybe somebody sent you a link on social media. Maybe you've seen something uh, pop up on your Instagram feed and it said, check this podcast out. Let me give you a quick rundown on how things work around here. Each episode, we bring you no-nonsense, real, right-to-the-point podcast banter on business, career and life. Maybe you're somebody who's listening into the show today and you've always wanted to start a business. And I remember when I was starting my first business, I had no idea, you know, where to go, who to speak to, where to find information that, you know, was going to help me, that was practical and that was useful. Um, Maybe you've always wanted to get started in a particular organization, a company, and you're struggling maybe to get your foot in the door. Maybe there's something happening in the world or something that's impacting the lives of people. And you know what? We need to talk about it. This is the podcast for you. You've come to the right place. And our aim is really, really simple here to provide you with real and practical advice and tips, which you can apply, which will help you succeed on your business, career and life journey. Covering a range of topics, we will have something which will help you along on your way. As always, if there's something you would like me to feature, cover on the show, please do get in touch. You can drop me an email into studio at zero lives left podcast.com or you can send me a tweet to at zero lives left. The zero lives left podcast website is up and running, so please do stop by zero lives left podcast.com check out the website we've got all the previous episodes up there we've got some other useful information like tips on how to become a better public speaker we have tips on digital marketing and we also have which is coming down the line in the next couple of weeks we've got information on my first course on podcasting. So if you're somebody who's listening into the show today and maybe you know you've got a message to share with people, I would encourage you to get a podcast up and running. I mean, I love podcasting. It's got me, it's provided me with so many opportunities to talk to some amazing people over the past 37 episodes. So if you're wondering how to get that podcast up and running, stop by the Zero Lives Left podcast.com website. There's a link up there where you can find out more information about my podcasting course, which I'm going to be launching just for you in the next couple of weeks. Seven simple steps that you can follow to help you successfully launch your first 
podcast. Don't forget, reviews are really important. And if you're enjoying the podcast, we would really, really appreciate it. And I mean, I would really, really appreciate it if you can drop by iTunes um, and you can rate and review the podcast or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on today. If you're listening over on Stitcher Radio or you're listening on Allcast, please do rate and review the podcast. Don't forget, we're also available on Spotify. So make sure you like and you share the podcast. Reviews are really important and they do help other people find out about the show. Today, we've got another great episode lined up for you. This is one that you're definitely going to want to have a pen and piece of paper handy for. We are chatting to David Henderson of David Henderson Design based in Northern Ireland. David runs an award-winning multimedia design agency and chats about his career and business journey from university to freelance to setting up his award-winning agency. So he's got lots of great insights and tips for people who maybe want to get started, maybe build a business, launch an agency, or indeed get started in the multimedia industry. David is also going to share some of his insights on how businesses and also influencers can use Instagram to build meaningful relationships. All right, let's not waste any more time and get right in to episode 38 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. David Henderson Design was established in September 2008 and has gained an impressive client base from national to international clients. David, thanks for taking time out today to join me on episode 38 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. We're in your offices here, your studio here in Kilkeel, and I'm really, really excited to, to talk to you. This is something we've been working on for a while, trying to get this interview set up. You've been in yeah. the States, you've been really, really busy. And I'm really, really pleased to be here today talking to you about, about your business, about your journey, but also some of the projects that you've been involved in and also some advice that you know you give to up and coming uh, graduates, people who are maybe at university and thinking about leaving and getting into the world of work. But before we get into all of that, how did you get started in the creative business? Thanks, Wayne. Yeah, well, first off, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's good to be speaking on the, on the podcast and appreciate you uh, asking. So yeah, when I, I guess when I was high school, was go back that far, I, um, really enjoyed uh, anything creative so I would I remember uh, and especially in lower and upper sex getting really stressed out after maths and couldn't wait to get down to the art department and just chill out you know and uh, from there I started exploring uh, career options and going right what am I going to do I have no idea what I wanted to study I actually considered architecture and uh, then found this course uh, at the University of Ulster doing web design and and back in 2004 that was pretty like unknown like what what is the ins and outs of web design so you know that's that's guess where I started I, I went to um, I was accepted into interactive multimedia design and uh, from there as soon as I graduated four years later I uh, thought you know I'm going to do a bit of freelancing and see how it goes and uh, the rest went from there. So you're a bit like me whenever I was in school, you know, the whole aspect of English and maths and all those kind of sort of traditional subjects, let's call them that, because, yeah, you know, yeah. that's that's kind of what we had. That, that was what it was an offer. Yeah. We didn't have kind of the technology that, that students and young people maybe have today in schools and, and also the opportunities and the pathways. Sure. Uh, and, and, and those are really, really important. You went on to university then, you sort of, you got that first class honours degree in interactive multimedia design, but you also won the uh, interactive design prize at the University of Ulster. Tell that's us a little right. bit about that. Okay, so yeah, that's um, an, an award that they, they give to uh, every year for the final students, uh, final year students. And they, um, I guess, uh, 
the guys at the time, it was Chris Murphy and uh, Nicholas uh, Pearson, and they were fantastic lecturers, you know, they are really, really, they were in the industry as well as uh, lecturing, and they had come up with this idea, you know, uh, for this this prize that would be given out on, on uh, the final night uh, the showcase in the art college. So it was, yeah, it was, it was great. Like, I think at the time I won an iPod Touch, which had just been released. Wow, back <laughs> so that, that long ago. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that was, it was, um, it was great just to be, even at the, the kind of end of my education, the start of my career, to be acknowledged in that way uh, with winning the, uh, my final year project, winning that award. Now, how important has what you've learned at university, the University of Ulster, uh, been in your career to date? It's interesting. Um, looking back at the time, everything we learned was so practical. And that was so valuable coming out uh, into the industry. As you know, everything changes very quickly and increasingly uh, is is changing. Um, so you know, I've had to learn as I've won. I've, I remember at the start saying uh, yes to client projects that I wasn't one hundred percent sure how I was going to do, but I had to learn um, on the go, on the fly. But I guess for me, looking back, university was one of those those four years was a lot about personal development about you know even the contacts the friendships and the the network you know that I now have with the guys and girls that I, I studied with has been something I you know one of top uh, things I value about those years and I think something that you know many being a student myself or, an, or a graduate you know you kind of when you're at university you know you probably don't think about the continued professional development that you need to do and, and I suppose one of my regrets whenever I look back is that whenever I was at university I kind of went along and went to the lectures and, and mm-hmm. kind of done the work submitted the assignments done the exams but didn't really bother my arse to do anything else <laughs> after that and, sure. and, and something that you know I should have been doing yeah. and that's something I always say to young people look you know if you're interested in a particular area and you are passionate about it yeah. and you probably already have some skills in that area keep learning yeah. keep refining because yes you're going to get that you know university third level qualification but as you rightly say it doesn't end there no, no, like starts. you're still <laughs> investing in yourself yeah. through courses through going to events yeah. through all of these things so continued professional development is really important hugely important and it's something I, I started to identify if I'm honest only in kind of my placement year and final year um, where I started to proactively learn other skill sets in the round. For example, we weren't specifically taught animation, but I made it my purpose in final year to t- be self-taught in After Effects, uh, illustration and animation, and uh, was able then to incorporate that into my final year piece. And it's, you're right, it's, um, it's that constant learning and that attitude of being open to, whether it's a new conversation with someone we've just met, how, what can I learn from this conversation? Or going to you know a large tech conference and hearing some of the best speakers in the world. Um, if you have that attitude of constantly wanting to progress and learn and develop, and hear about the the newest tech or the latest um, trends, I think it's it's vital in the, in this in this industry. Now you mentioned animation there, and of course you know the world that we live in now in 2018. You know you can see like Instagram and these sorts of platforms, and, and animation in itself to be mm-hmm. a, kind of a great skill to have. And and you were dabbling back then, learning it yourself. You know going through that route of continued professional development, and and actually taking that information that you're learning 
at your, on your course or in college or university and then going away and trying to upskill yourself in other areas, which is a really, really important thing to be doing. And that's something that I urge a lot of people to do. You know, don't just see your job as the nine to five. Look for ways that you can upskill and you can add value to the company or the organization that you're in. And, and you guys here at David Henderson Design do a lot of animation for your clients. Mm-hmm. Let's talk clients for a moment and, you know, give us a flavor of, you know, some of the local, national and international clients that you kind of maybe work with. We don't have to go into the specific names of these clients but what type of projects would you be getting involved in here David? Okay so I guess over the last 10 years it's changed in in some regards Um, and it's actually 10 years to this month that I started uh, out of uh, freelancing so it's um, it's been been a great 10 years. For us when I started out there was local clients that that supported me which was fantastic you know people around the Kiel and Mourne area looking to get at that stage probably online for the first time uh, in a lot of cases but quickly realized we and within six months we were we were interacting and working with people in new york um in new zealand right across the world really and, and you know two or three there's a guy in holland i remember working with quite early on and you know using even tools which were quite young in those days like skype and dropbox and paypal and you know just allowed us to to do that well allowed me in those first five years when i was self-employed to um to engage with clients across the world and to take that work on and that's the thing if we rewind before the days of the internet and these tools like skype and dropbox and these collaborative tools now that we have i mean you wouldn't have been able to get exposure or get access to that type of work now so the technology has played a a sort of pivotal role in helping freelance people get started up and and also work multinational yeah right across the world yeah Definitely, and if I go back, thinking about uh, when I when I first started, I was working in a porter cabin just outside my, my parents uh, in my parents' back garden, and I remember being on one of my first Skype calls to an international client in New York, and uh, there right behind the porter cabin, there's a field, and there was cows grazing, <laughs> and halfway through the call, there's a there's a <laughs> and this guy's what, what was that what was that I, I um, sorry that was a, there's cows in the field behind me and he thought that was incredible and he was sitting up you know in the middle of New York that's brilliant so uh, yeah and I think that kind of highlights just where we are now with um, and it becomes the norm right that you just Skype people from around the world or Zoom or uh, Google Hangouts is just the norm on a daily basis now yeah, but when you st- when you stop and think about how accessible people are, it's well, if, if we look at the uh, success stories that we have in technology, if we look at the Zuckerberg yeah. starting off in his college dorm, if we look at Steve Jobs and we look at Amazon and yeah. these big massive tech companies, all started off in in real humble beginnings. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's kind of where you started off. Yeah, no, no, definitely, and I think that's one thing I I, I say to young people um, who who are coming in out of here, whether it's on placement or. Um, when I speak in schools or, or to other young people individually, is that it's it's okay to start simple and it's okay to start where you are, even geographically, in, in somewhere like Kilkeel, where it's, there's not a massive tech hub down this part of the country, far, far from it. But yet, and all, there's amazing young, local young people with, a, with incredible skill sets um, who can do and work with whoever they want to if they set their mind to it. Yeah, and that's a that's an absolutely great point and, and something that um, I try to encourage young people to think about. You know, put yourself out there. You know, there are opportunities right on your doorstep and it's important that, you know, if you, uh, you know, if you've got skills in graphic design or video editing or, you know, you know, creating anything at all, there is probably a customer out there that will need that service. But also there's a business out there that might give you some mentoring 
and might give you an opportunity to get your foot in the door and get some really, really good experience. So I would always encourage young people to reach out, put yeah. yourself out there and, and network with people. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's essential. Really, really important. Yeah. Now let's talk business for a second. Let's talk branding. Let's talk logos. You know, something that's very, very important for for businesses to be thinking about their brand identity, their corporate identity. You know, this is something that, you know, is really, really important. If you think of some of the big, big brands around the world, like the Apple logo or the McDonald's, yeah. you know, the M, you know, you sort of instantly sort of associate that business with, with that brand. How important do you think it is for a business to create a brand and, and what are some of the key key aspects that go into that obviously you know you guys work with a lot of businesses helping them with their their corporate identity mm-hmm. and their brand building and that yeah. type of stuff but what are some of the initial things that a business would need to think about and, and how important is the brand the brand is i i always describe it to a lot of our clients or people who come knocking on our door for 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 a local identity design or, or branding i describe it as the foundation for all their marketing and actually the foundation potentially for their for the business uh, and their business model. And the reason I say that is because everything derives from that one logo mark um, in terms of style, and in terms of colour scheme, in terms of how they tell their story. So I think um, over the last number of years, I've seen a real change in people's um, expectations of what a logo is, uh, but also like people are beginning to understand the power of a good logo and, and how that can set, yes, set them apart but also tell their story and become their identity because it's a very, very personal thing and it's something that we love to work on with people, whether that's a startup, a young business or someone who's fresh who want to start out, which we've seen a lot of. I mean, I started in 2008, as I mentioned, and at the time there was a lot of people made redundant around that time, the financial crash, mm. and a lot of people started to explore how they would go about setting up their own business. So we worked with a lot of startups in the early days, and we still do um, right across the world. And it's, it's exciting to work with with people who are just starting out and get the journey with them as they grow their brand. Um, but also, you know, there's a many large organisations that have been running for not just years but decades, even family-owned businesses that we've had the pleasure of working with uh, locally here and uh, um, across the UK. And they um, to, to to actually be involved in a rebrand is a, is another exciting. Uh, process and when we start to think about the brand you know many people think of just the logo but it's much more than that isn't it it's the, it's that overall foundation and there is a there's a creative process in there as well but also a strategic process and there's work that needs to be done with those clients because it's not just a case of coming in and knocking up a quick logo and off you go mm-hmm. there's a lot more to it there is yeah so the conversation we would often have Wayne would be um tell us your story and maybe like well, what, what's that got to do with you know we just want this kind of you know maybe this typeface and this color scheme i'm like no listen we want to represent you in the best possible way we can so the more you tell us the better we get to know you and the better we can design your brand identity so there is that i love that whole process of getting to know someone getting to know an individual getting to know their values as a business getting to know where they want to go how they want to be perceived all these um in-depth kind of conversations uh, initially. Uh, from there, then we can go, we get a really good understanding of who they are, who they want to be, and then we can start to design with that in mind. Now, let's go a little bit left field here for a moment because you've just sort sure. of sparked a, a, a kind of a thought in my head here. <laughs> so we're talking about the business here now. We're talking about the local, you know, startup. Maybe we're talking about a retail business, a shop. You know, those. Are, what about the personal brand? And many yeah. people are starting now yeah. to explore the personal brand. And if we think of some... Pretty massive uh, personal brands around the world. And 
we mentioned this off air just before we got into the podcast, Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. and the Gary V brand. I mean, yeah. is very much built around Gary V as the personal brand or Gary sure. Vaynerchuk. Um, people are thinking about that nowadays. Yeah, um, we've had people inquire and say, David, I know it's slightly different, but can, can we brand us as an individual? You know, I want to be an influencer on Instagram. or And it's amazing. Like, I've heard stories. I'm sure you've heard it from being in schools as well. What do you want to be when you grow up? A YouTuber? Absolutely. An Instagrammer? You know, full time? You know, yeah. just like... <laughs> yeah, and, and these things didn't exist 5, 10, 15 years ago. No. I mean, you know, there was none of those things. And kids are saying, you know, I'd like to be a professional YouTuber or a gamer or a Snapchatter or yeah. these types of things. And yeah. personal branding is... Yeah, I mean, it's... No, it's, it's, I think it's a different conversation than a lot of uh, conversations we'd have around business, um, especially traditional businesses. But, um, yeah, very, very fascinating. And we have started to work with um, some influencers um, you know, in a collaboration kind of approach yeah. or um, uh, even with my, my trips to recently to, to America where there's young people who are, have already established a strong personal uh, brand and, and are influencing on certain social media uh, channels as well. Now, on that note, let's talk about that. You've been on your travels recently. You just touched on it there a couple of moments ago, where you've been in the in the United States as a guest speaker and mentor on the Launch X High School Entrepreneurial Entrepreneurship Program. Can you share with our listeners how this opportunity came about, and and also the type of mentoring, David, that you were involved with with sure. those young people? I mean, I was following your your journey on Instagram Stories, and it was fascinating to see the the workshops that you were delivering in uh, M- MIT. Um, you were in Chicago as well. Let's talk a little bit about that for a moment. Yeah, sure. So I guess to rewind and, and how it came about. Um, so every year, uh, the team and myself would decide on a, a conference I would like to, to go to. We usually are at different networking events across uh, Northern Ireland. And we, we, we love those. But I decided about four years ago, five years ago, like I really want to invest in my guys. So let's go to, um, at the time I selected Web Summit because it was on our doorstep down in Dublin and it was growing year in year and getting a lot of attraction. And I think that year actually, it was the first year I went was 2013, 2014 maybe. Um, the, one of the guest speakers was Bono. <laughs> and he's a key, final keynote speaker. And I, you're thinking, what has Bono got to do with tech? But... Or, or the web design industry, but this but isn't Bono involved in Dropbox yeah, and all these sorts of things. Yeah, he's, he's, he's an investor in a yeah. lot, of things, so he knows his stuff, um, and a very interesting <laughs> keynote yeah. speaker. <laughs> but anyway, that was something we decided to do, um, and it be kind of kind of became an annual thing. Like, so let's go down to Dublin for a week, and then it shipped out to, to Lisbon in the last couple of years. So we we followed it out there, and that's where I bumped into uh, Laurie Stack. And Laurie had approached us via the Web Summit app, seen in our profile that we uh, had a passion for young people in education, which we'd, we'd done locally here in, in Kilkeel and, and teaching, um, running coded dojo programs and Raspberry Pi courses in the local youth centre, etc. Um, she'd also seen that we, we'd done branding uh, as an agency, design agency, and uh, said, look, can we grab a coffee? So we did, and um, it was a very quick conversation, a kind of, well, half an hour conversation about you know what she done, and she explained that she um, ran high school entrepreneur programs. And would I be able to give some assistance within branding for these guys? And I thought, yeah, of course, not a problem. Like in my head, thinking maybe a couple of Skype calls, some emails, back and forth with the students. 
And at the end of the conversation, I, I asked Lorraine, what, so what's the name of the school that you're involved with? She said, MIT. So at that stage, we and I was very close to saying, sorry, Laurie, you've got the wrong person. Because <laughs> you know, it doesn't get much bigger than that. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, I, you know, but I, I, I held my tongue and I said, let's, let's keep chatting and see if I can help. And uh, within a couple of months, uh, that was in November 2016, um, by January uh, the, in, in 2017, um, flights and, and accommodation were booked to two trips to, to Boston that summer. Um, last summer uh, to MIT um, where I, I ran four-hour workshops on branding. Um, some of the best experiences of my life, if I'm honest. If we kind of fast-forward then to summer past, uh, launch, at the time, sorry, in 2017, it was called MIT Launch. Um, we were then commissioned to do the rebrand to Launch X because they were going to uh, travel out to other universities across the States, including um, Penn uh, in, in Philadelphia. And Northwestern in Chicago. So that was a, it's actually fantastic that they they became a very close client uh, between the trips in, in, in 2017 and the trips this year. Uh, we worked on the you know the rebrand as I mentioned, the website animation, all their graphic design needs. Um, it was a year long contract. Now let's go down a bit of a rabbit hole here while we're yeah. on this because I think this is really really interesting and and for some of the listeners out there, you know, really this all came about and, and correct me if I'm wrong as a result of you putting yourself out there, going to the web summit, making an investment to be at that event, yeah, and do some networking. Yeah, exactly. And I guess each each of the team, you know, for it's usually myself and Paul who, who go out there, and we would have different priorities um, when we're going out there. So for me, it is actually about the people I meet. And if I get to some talks, it's a bonus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for Paul, you know, um, a lot of the time it's um, trying to get, gain more knowledge in the workshops and, and going to specifics, um, talks or keynotes. But also there's there's a fantastic opportunity to network. Yeah. And often, when, you know, we do put some, uh, any, any conference or, or event that we are going to, whether we're speaking or just attending, there's a lot of prep goes in there. Of who are we gonna who are we gonna reach out to? Who do we want to meet? Ironically enough, when I look back over the last few years, the, the relationships that I've developed and the, the potential client or and the clients' relationships as well that have come out of those conferences have people that we've just bumped into in a very casual way, um, and have led to great things. That's a great success story in relation to how that all came about, and I think there's a lot of great takeaways just in that question alone, and kind of what we've looked at there about the importance of of networking and actually putting yourself out there and and meeting people, and you really don't know where it's it's going to take you. And exactly. we were both at the Digital DNA back in June, yeah. um, and a big shout out to those guys there, Gareth and all the team down there. Fantastic, fantastic event yeah, in Northern Ireland, really fantastic. You know, and, and year on year for me. You know, I've been going for the last four years and it just gets better and better and fantastic content. But what I really love about Digital DNA is they have a, um, their values that they actually want people to work together, to collaborate, to, to, to see how we can help each other. Uh, because Northern Ireland is this unique ecosystem where it doesn't take very long to get to know most people in the industry, especially our industry. And yeah. more and more I'm just seeing uh, that uh, people... Uh, and and, and, and if, whether startups or more established agencies or, or even within, within different industries want to work together to see how we can help each other. Yeah, you're right. And I love the aspect of it. And something I was just listening to there when you were talking about the, the, the web summit and the networking. And that's something that I love about digital DNA. Yes, you know, I like to go along and, and hear some of the keynotes. But for me, the big thing is the networking. It's actually getting in front of people. And I managed to get in front of and, and talk to, you know, um, one of the, I think the VP of Allstate. 
uh, was actually at the Digital DNA and we, we had a conversation about potentially some collaborative work there, Fantastic. which again, I maybe potentially wouldn't have been able to speak to that individual had I not been at that event. So I think exactly. those people who are listening into the podcast, you know, if you're running a small business, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur, and this is something I talked about recently in uh, my video for World Suicide Prevention Day, that it can be very, very lonely existence, mm-hmm. that it is really, really important to get out, meet people, network and have a coffee with somebody. And you never know where it's going to take you. You never know what opportunity. And just like David was talking about there, you know, that that networking opportunity actually took him to america and you'll probably be back there again well hopefully um yeah i didn't expect at the time to be um you know 18 months later have gone out um six different six sorry five different occasions yeah um but you know it's it's been such a huge blessing and and such a huge um there's been so many positives we and you know even getting to know those some of the young people um who were in regular contact with over linkedin uh who guys who are 18, 19 years old doing amazing things um, uh, running amazing companies and, and, and right across the world from right every continent uh, and every a lot of countries across the world and starting on their journey now and you never know when they'll need the services of David Henderson Design again in the future so you know again it's, it's about future proofing your business it's about sure, developing yeah. those relationships with people and relationships are really really important and uh, you know we've got some episodes coming up on the podcast where we're going to talk uh, about those types of things now a lot of our listeners into the podcast here are students graduates young people uh, maybe starting out on their career journey you know trying to get their foot in the door with businesses and organizations and and I remember how difficult that was when I was starting out I had so many doors closed in my face you know because people weren't really interested in giving that young person that opportunity and and I always make a point of every young person who reaches out to me and has the you know the the the, the gumption to uh, send me an email saying look Wayne um, I'm just reaching out to you you know would you have any placement opportunities mentoring opportunities or you know within your business and I make a point of replying to every person but not only replying to them meeting them for a coffee yeah, I think that's really yeah. really important because I never know I might not have the opportunity right now but I might be able to help them with a bit of freelance work yeah. something like that and I'm always keen to do those things and I know you are as well David those people who are listening into the podcast now who are maybe graduating or maybe you know graduating in the next 12 months maybe they've graduated in the past couple of months what types of things that do they need to be thinking about in order to get themselves uh, a foot in the door yeah. started off sure. with a business or an organization first off I think I completely agree and actually I take personally I take exactly the same approach I remember it doesn't feel like 12 years ago that I was knocking on doors looking for placement yeah. um, at university and I remember how difficult it was so every time exactly the same um, we 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 try and get young people in here um, if we can't fit them in physically we try to <laughs> make it work in some some way so i think one of the things i, I would advise young people to, to start thinking about is um getting a, their a portfolio up if it's in the creative sector sure. specifically um you know whether it's illustration whether it's photography videography a web uh, portfolio or, or animation and that doesn't mean you need 20 projects but like three or five a couple of your top um projects and in, in what you've done at university or, or tech or wherever that may be or even on on in your own personal time i think uh, as an employer you know there's so many times um i've been impressed by young people who haven't actually had the, the uh, university um, experience or 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 degree or even professional kind of um experience but they've they've learned they're self-taught and they're fantastic and they're completely ready for the industry 
but some they just need to be told that. Yes. So yeah, first the first thing I would say is is get that online portfolio together. Then don't be afraid to ask around and uh, and ask people. Please identify places that you would love to work. Uh, you'd love to be whether it's the work environment you're attracted to or the type of work they do. And don't be afraid to to reach out. And that applies even for guys who are, who live locally but want to go work abroad. You know because those things are very very um a lot easier i think nowadays it does take us a lot obviously there's a lot more to think about if you're uh, knocking on an agency in new york compared to uh, uh lisbon or, or belfast but or, or even dublin but you know we've had requests from guys actually in the launch x program to come and work with us for a year and there's been a couple of occasions where we've been very close uh one young uh, lady from uh California is, is currently seeking to come over and we'll see what happens so um, that's another thing I would say you know is just don't be afraid to get, get your name out there you know whether it's email DMing creative agencies on, on Instagram or Facebook in them you know any creative director with their salt should be getting back to those responses and encouraging those young people yeah and I think it's all about encouragement as well and, and just taking that time to, to meet up and have that conversation because as you say you, you never really know where it's going to go or, or how you might be able to help that person and you yeah. there are so many creative ways now in 2018 to get your message out there I mean you touched on Instagram a couple of moments ago you know just DMing people and you know Instagram is one of those platforms that's very very visual so it gives you that opportunity to showcase your creative side and, and your skills and lots and lots of businesses now are starting to really tap into the power of Instagram. I know you guys have been doing quite a lot on Instagram. I've been following a lot of your Instagram stories and I find them very, very, not only educational, but actually quite useful um, in relation to the stuff that you're involved in and the types of things you're doing. And I, and I, I, I spend time actually consuming that content. You've been on Instagram now, David, for a while and we were talking about this off air and this is something, you know, I've kind of struggled with to try and get my Instagram going and actually, you know, you know, gaining a little bit of traction. And I've kind of dipped in and I dipped out and I maybe haven't been as consistent as I I should have been. But, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, businesses or, or people who use Instagram from a personal branding approach, I suppose, that we need to think about to actually start building a community and driving some engagement? It comes back for me and I've had to learn this slowly, Wayne. But for me, it comes back to one word, value. And it's, it's great to hear that you find, you know, some of the, the content we put up, whether it's stories or posts or, or live sessions, uh, valuable, because that's what we're trying to do. And actually, going back, actually, it links nicely in with placement students. We had a girl called Kira who worked with us for a year uh, as part of her um, graphic design and illustration uh, placement year. And one of the first things Kira said to us, guys, why are you not on Instagram? Because... You work, you know, you could put so much of that portfolio across. I thought, great, Kira, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get it set up and let's, let's go for it. So we did. And I, and I guess at the start, that's gone, that's gone back almost three years now. I had, I'd been running a personal Instagram since 2012, pretty much. You know, it was about a year and a half old at the time. Uh, it wasn't too, um, and, I, and I enjoyed that. And I always thought it was very easy to build a personal you know, it was, it was all about actually where you are, you know, your your holiday trips or whatever, you know, traveling and stuff like that there. For me, that's what Instagram was about. But I quickly realized the amount of um, creative work out there is, and, and, and showcasing and whether it's illustration or video or animation, there's just a wealth uh, of of inspiration out there on Instagram. So we, we, made a, we made a conscious decision as a team together going, let's make this a place where it's fun, 
it's you know we can have a bit of fun with Instagram. We don't need to be as serious as we are on LinkedIn or uh, even Facebook. But let's enjoy ourselves a wee bit. So use the stories aspect. When it came out, we had a lot of fun, like you know, taking a video of our uh, Monday morning coffee catch ups or showing when we're going out to Lisbon Web Summit or across to meetings in London or whatever the case may be. So we started to use that pretty frequently and enjoyed using it, enjoyed the feedback, enjoyed the community that was building around it. We did make a conscious effort to build our audience and that was a, a, a way we did that was engaging with like-minded creatives, people who would appreciate the, the stuff that we're putting up um, rather than a scatter kind of like, and it will follow anybody. We, you know, that wasn't really how we, we wanted to engage with people who, who we could either collaborate with or learn from as well. You know, I think we've learned a lot from the people we've engaged with over the last few years on Instagram. I think that's really, really important. And you, you, you kind of summed it up well there, really. And it's kind of some of my sort of values and my principles when it comes to social media in general. Instead of following absolutely everybody and their dog, be selective in who you want to engage with and who you want to follow. And then, you know, follow those like-minded people. And I think that's a great takeaway, actually, from a business point of view. Because people typically launch social media platforms, pages, whatever. And then they invite all their family and friends and, you know, everybody, random people, but not really their target customer. Sure. So I think you need to be positioning yourself like that. I think that's a great kind of thing to think yeah, about for, yeah. for using Instagram for business. Yeah, and what another thing we love about Instagram is how organic it still is. Now, I know organic kind of brings up uh, connotations of like reach and everything like that yeah. there, but what I mean by that is it's still a very, um, I think it's a, it's a platform and, a, and there's a community there that's very open to, to work together and, and, and to, for example, even when you, you're using the instant message or the DM feature, just reaching out to people with a message, we found that we can speak to even bigger agencies very, very quickly and engage with them and, mm-hmm. and, and get a conversation going there than if we start an email, you might not hear back for weeks or months or it might not hear back at all because it gets lost in the craziness that is an email inbox nowadays. Whereas a DM is a very relaxed approach, but a very engaging approach as well. Yeah, it's absolutely it's that one-to-one conversation, which is really, really important. Now, I noticed something recently. Uh, you guys have been hiring again. Things are going great in the business. You're expanding. Um, you know, what's the outlook like for the rest of 2018? And any exciting things in the pipeline? Yeah, I guess things are always moving, Wayne. Um, we are um, in the process of um, looking at um, a new, potentially a new studio. We're getting a wee bit tight for space in here, but we'll see where that goes. It's early days. Uh, one of the most exciting things that's happened in the last couple of weeks, actually, is uh, we've hired um, a new graphic designer called Megan. So Megan has joined the team just Monday past and settling in really well. And it's, for me, I, I love, um, it's that kind of, exciting you know there's a wee bit of what's good you know change oh no no one everyone's a wee bit uncomfortable with change at the start but whenever we bring especially when we bring in new placement students or or hire someone new like megan straight away i can see just how many uh how much that can bring to business so whether that's fresh insight just a new way of thinking and from a personal point of view you know it's we're building this kind of this team here and, and, we're, and we're you know it really is now without being cheesy but you know it is a really tight-knit uh, group of guys and we're, we're, we're good friends and and that's something i want to continue uh, to, to to ensure that this is a place where anybody who works here even if they're nipping in for three months placement and nipping out again that they're going away going you know i really loved my time there yes of course it's very important that they 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 learn stuff and, and they're going away with practical and their skills are enhanced but 
uh, for me it's 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 that they really enjoy coming into this place i think that's a really really great outlook and and and, and something that's uh very inspiring and also positive in the same light from from your business outlook now just before we wrap up and i know you guys are incredibly busy so i don't want to take up too much more of your time today um how can people get in touch with uh, David Henderson Design if there's a business maybe listening into the podcast and goes, you know what, I really like what I'm hearing and that, that maybe that's, a, that's, a, that's an agency that I want to go and talk to. Sure. Or maybe if there's somebody out there who's interested in developing that personal brand and you know, wants to get in touch with you or even a, 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 you know, a, a graduate or somebody, a student that's maybe listening in today going, you know, I'd like to reach out to David and maybe have a conversation or a coffee. Yeah. How do people f- get in touch with you? Any way they feel comfortable. So if it's the formality of an email, that's cool. Um, you can reach uh, any of us at hello at wearedhd.com or my personal email is, is david at, which I'm, I'm happy for people to, to, to reach out on. Nine times out of ten, a lot of people are, as I mentioned earlier, are, are DMing us on Instagram or on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn. So if you search at wearedhd on Instagram and Twitter, you'll find us there. For Facebook, you have to type in David Henderson Design and LinkedIn uh, again, David Henderson Design. Any of those, any of those ways and means, more than happy to to say hi and and, and see. Uh, get a conversation going with with you guys. Yeah, and I would I would recommend people do follow the Instagram account there. There's a lot of great information, stories, and things that people can follow, and also follow your journey. And as you might rightly mention, that's a great way to sort of start an instant instant conversation with you, David. I want to just thank you for taking time out today to join me on on this episode of the podcast. It's been very very insightful. I think there's a lot of great takeaways, and I'm really really looking forward to summing this episode up and, and really sort of drilling into those particular takeaways that we touched on earlier on and i think there's so many different aspects of this and hopefully at some point we'll be able to pick this up and do a follow-up episode and really really see where things are maybe talk to a couple of the team here sure. get their sort of uh, input on you know there's so many things that we can do here on this but in the meantime i want to thank you for giving up your time today to chat with me on episode 38 of the zero lives left podcast thank you Wayne. pleasure Hope you enjoyed that episode of the show. Lots of great takeaways in this episode. And if I'm reflecting on some of my thoughts on the show, I think one of the things that really, really stands out for me is David kind of summed it up really, really well. That importance of networking with people. And you really never know the opportunities that can open up as a result of kind of putting yourself out there, attending a a networking event. And it it doesn't have to be a, a large sort of global event in the case of Web Summit. Um, it can be a local event in your local community and you could end up, you know, meeting with somebody, having a conversation with them. And that could open up an amazing opportunity for you like it did for David. So it doesn't matter what age you are, you know, at what stage of your career you're in. Maybe you're interested in starting a business or you're looking to get, you know, even get it started with a particular company. Getting out there and networking with people is a great way to open up opportunities. So it's so powerful and it's something something that I've spent a lot of my time doing, you know, getting out there and and meeting people. I liked David's outlook, you know, when you're starting a business that, you know, it's really, really important just to start or or, or just start small. You know, you don't need to be spending lots and lots of money to get your business up and running. You could start from a spare bedroom. You could start from a shed uh, in your back garden and slowly build that business. And if you look at what David's been able to do, you know, to become, uh, you know, from a freelancer, 
to an award-winning design agency. It's all possible. And those people who are, you know, listening into the podcast and maybe maybe you're at university right now or you've graduated and you're really struggling to, you know, get your foot in the door with a company or an organization and, and maybe you're getting frustrated. I like David's idea and it's something that I, I would definitely echo and, and I completely agree with. It's really, really important to get that portfolio together. You know, get a website up and running, you know, showcase some of your work on online, get a LinkedIn profile up and running and start building your connections with people. Again, it's it's all mapping back to networking. You're just networking in the online environment. And then finally, David talked about, you know, how his business uh, uses Instagram to build meaningful relationships with people. And, you know, that's something that I've been working on, you know, in terms of, you know, how do I get better at using Instagram for my business and putting up stories and things that are happening in my daily life and my business life, you know, doing some live Instagram. It's something that I'm really going to think about, you know, doing over the next couple of weeks. And I've been following David's journey on Instagram and actually, you know, some of the live Instagrams that those guys have been doing have been hugely beneficial and also very, very useful from a learning capacity and a learning point of view. So I want to thank David for taking time out of his busy schedule to chat with me today on the podcast and share some really, really uh, great insight and also great takeaways for listeners of this podcast. Don't forget, as always, if there's somebody you would like me to talk to on the show, if there's a guest you'd like me to interview, I would love to hear from you. Please do reach out. Please do get in touch. You can drop me an email into studio at zero lives left podcast.com or you can send me a tweet at zero lives left. The podcasting website is up and running. Check it out. Zero lives left podcast.com. And as always, if you, you know, are loving this podcast, you're liking it, you're finding it useful, please do rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio or indeed over on Spotify. We're going to be coming back very soon with episode 39 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from waynedenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.